I've shared with you guys Babbel before. I love Babbel because it is so easy and convenient to help you learn a new language. We have been doing so much more traveling over the last few years and we are unbelievably blessed, but I cannot tell you how embarrassing it is going to another country and not even knowing how to ask where the bathroom is, how to order food or where you're going. It is simple things or even a hello. I've shared with you guys that before that I had a TikTok video go viral because I didn't know how to say hello in Swedish and it was very embarrassing. So Babbel is absolutely phenomenal. I've shared them with you guys before. They do have a human two code for you guys. It is such a convenient course to help you learn even the basics or whatever extent you want to learn in a new language. And that's why I love Babbel. And that's why I want to share it with you guys. If you guys are doing the traveling game like we're doing, it is such a blessing to just be able to learn the basics and go further if you want to go further. There is a limited time deal right now for Human 2 listeners. You're going to get 55% off your Babbel subscription, and this is only for our listeners. So you are going to go to babbel.com slash human2. That is babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash human2, and that's going to get you 55% off. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of I Think I'm Human Too. We're in a new setup room. So if you're watching on YouTube, we, we, we and my six personalities moved. We moved to our set. Why do we keep saying we? Um, Fun fact, I've actually already had a glass of wine because this is like part two to last week's episode and I was reading through the questions I got asked on the questionnaire and I needed a little bit of wine to answer these um so what's new and exciting um let me know if you like the new setup or if you hate it and you're like no Catherine we want the old living room what's new by the time this episode comes out I will actually be in Las Vegas that's kind of exciting or if you're again if you're watching on YouTube you're probably just like staring at my crotch my legs were like wide open um I have sweatpants on so it's fine Anyways, this is actually kind of really freaking comfortable, so I kind of like it down here. If you guys like the second living room space, um, we're definitely going to use this in the future. But by the time you guys are watching this, I will be in Las Vegas. It's kind of a funny story. I have always said I do not give a single shit about going to Vegas at all. Don't care. Don't want to be there. Um, I'm not a gambler. I'm really not that kind of clubby girl. Like I like clubs. But when it's like four or five in the morning, like you and I'm actually not a drug person. Like I know that a lot of people sometimes are like, oh, she's definitely a crackhead. Like she's got crackhead energy. Um, I'm being dissensitive, but or insensitive. Um, I just I've never done a drug other than weed in my entire life. That's actually a fun fact. I know that's very random, but 
I know people maybe sometimes give different vibes for me, but I've never touched anything. I'm actually paranoid, terrified, petrified, mortified, all the fides. And I just will never touch one ever. So Vegas just gives me like drug gambling vibes. And like the more I say that and I've like told that to people in like real life, they're like, Catherine, you're psychotic. That's not what Vegas is about. It's food. Like there's so much more to it. There's shopping, like fun, like pools, dances. So I'm really excited for that. But we are going for um, this is kind of how it went down. I'll get to your questions in a little bit. OK, <laughs> um, so my cousin, she I'm so proud of her. She is like one of those girls that just does her thing. And it doesn't matter what her thing is. She just does it in the sense of like, no matter what she chooses, whether she chooses a sport, a school, anything like she just goes after it. And I'm very proud of her for that. So in the last few years, she actually started college right as she graduated high school and started college in the middle of COVID. And so she is so she's so smart. And she just again, she just goes for what she sets her mind to. So proud of her for that. But she ended up graduating her with her four year degree in three years. And she has came to us at the and she loves basketball. She loves sports in general. Uh, but basketball is like her ish. And at the end of the Timberwolves season, um, just this past year, they made it to the playoffs. And that was right around the time that she was about to graduate again from college. And so she was like, hey, like, I don't really have anyone to go with. Would you mind? Like, would you want to go with me? And we love basketball. So my husband and I, we spent a pretty penny on her basketball tickets, but we got her pretty close up as close as we possibly could. And it was actually the last game that the Timberwolves played. It was the best game to go to. It was absolutely so much fun with her. Um, but she suckered us again. She knows we love basketball and she knows that we can't say no to her after this. Like, I'm going to have to learn no with her. But anyways, so summer league NBA summer league is happening in Vegas right now. And she Vegas is very affordable. I don't want to say cheap, but it's affordable to fly to. It's affordable to stay at. Um, I had a shit ton of Delta points booked up and I was like, you know what? Let's go. So then it turned into, okay, well, cause um, she wanted, I almost said her name. She wanted to go with just me. And then I was like, well, I don't want to go to Vegas alone. Like with just us two girls. So then I was like, well, I'm going to invite Raphael. So Raphael got invited and then I was like, well, then Raphael is going to feel awkward. And I'm very close to my uncle. She, um, it's obviously her father. Um, my husband's very close with him. And not only that, they both bond over basketball. My husband and my uncle bond li- was literally formed through basketball. So then we it was like, I made a joke. I was like, yeah, daddy daughter day in Vegas, meaning like my cousin and her dad. And then I was like, obviously my father is no longer available to go for daddy daughter dates. So then I was like, daddy to my husband as a joke. Um, so my husband is going and my uncle's going and then it turned into, well, then I felt bad. My aunt wasn't invited because I'm like my aunt, my uncle do everything together. And I love hanging out with my aunt. I love hanging out with my cousin, my husband and my uncle always are friends. So I'm like, okay, let's go aunties. Now my auntie's coming. My auntie, I call her my aunt. I don't know why I said auntie. So now my aunt is coming. And then it was brought up to my brother. And so then my brother was like, Vegas. And I was like, I have so many freaking flight points. Just come with us. We had the hotel room anyway. So we added him on. It was just this whole ordeal. And like my other family was busy. Um, And so I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to leave my little brother here by himself. Like, duh, he's got to come. I'm just kidding. Like, obviously he would have came out anyways, but, and he would have been fine home by himself. Anyways, so that's kind of how Vegas came about. We're so excited again. We love basketball. 
I know that was like a total rampage, but that was what we will be doing. That's what we're we're leaving tomorrow. So tomorrow is in Tuesday. I'm filming this on Monday night. Tuesday, we leave. We come back Friday. So we're very excited. If you're in Vegas, if you're watching this and you happen to see this while we are in Vegas for the next 24 hours that you're there and we're there, let us know. We'll say hey. Actually, we probably won't because I probably won't see that. And you probably won't see this until that. I have to burp. All right, you guys, let's dig into it. So last week's episode, we talked all about social media. I hit a million in the last few weeks on TikTok. I say this all the time. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for loving. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for liking, engaging, sharing, following, all of the fucking above. Thank you. Um, it's changed our life. We love doing this. I love doing this with an absolute burning passion. I could not see myself doing anything else in my future. But to answer some of last week's questions, let's get right into it because one of the questions is where do you see yourself in five years? So let's start there. Um, you know, I don't know because social media is so up and down. I mean, when TikTok was like, oh yeah, TikTok's getting banned. What do you think? I didn't think anything. I didn't think it was going to actually happen. And of course it didn't actually happen. So thank God for that. I don't know. I see us definitely building a business because I know that social media necessarily isn't forever. I don't know when it will end, but I just, I don't necessarily think it'll be like my only sort of income forever because, well, that's not realistic. I'm going to get old, but I would hope that the followers that I have now are also going to be getting old with me. So maybe they'll continue to relate to me. Um, I've also seen some things like recently saying that I'm no longer relatable. And I kind of want to talk about that too, because it's really been hurting my feelings actually. Um, But, you know, I don't know where I see myself in five years. I just hope to continue to grow. I really want to own my own business. Like my social media is a business on its own, but I want a tangible business. I want to be able to do goods and services and stuff like that. Like I don't necessarily want to be doing video ads for the rest of my life, right? Like I want to be, my social media is as much me as I physically can possibly have it. Every single thing that I post is me. Um, and I love it that way. I don't want to take an ad that I have to take just because I need the money. I still to this day am able to say that I have not signed and gone through with something that I 110% regret or hate. There have been two instances where I was like, oh, I didn't love that one. It's not something it wasn't something horrible, but it was just something like I wouldn't work with that brand again just due to the deliverables that was the word that I was looking for that they were just very specific and and it took away from a lot of my own content and my own creativity and a lot of the times when you work with a brand they're like we want you to be you so however that comes out and however you can par- um integrate this product or this whatever the case may be into your own content I love that and brands love that because that's where the success is Um, but anyways, that's, uh, that's a spiral. I don't want to do this forever in that sense of having to have brand deals. So I really want to, um, business. I don't know what that may be. My husband and I really love real estate. We've talked about that many, many times. We will for sure own business, um, properties. We'll own rental properties. We'll own many homes in this lifetime. And I'm so excited to do that. We're actually in our first steps of doing that. So I'm eager to see that. I can definitely see us with many rental properties in the next five years. I don't necessarily know if you wanted to, when this question was asked, if you wanted to mean it on a personal level or on a business level. I'm assuming since we were talking business last time that that's kind of where that mindset was going. So business level, yeah, I would just want to own a business. I want to own rental properties. I want my husband to no longer work a nine to five. I would love to be able to, Pull the money that I'm making from brand deals, support us alone, 
and not only support us, but also push us into a new level. So whether that be real estate that he takes on or he wants his own business venture, I would love to be able to fund something for him to be able to pull out from his nine to five. And again, nine to five is not bad. I love corporate America. There's so many pros and cons to corporate America. I would never talk shit about it in the sense of the security, the um, the benefits. There's so many things that come with being in corporate America that are actually amazing. And again, I don't want to talk shit about it, but my husband's profession, I would love for him to get out of just due to our own safety and just that kind of stuff. So that's my future goals for my lifetime. I need to sip while I figure out my next question. You guys, I literally was reading through these. Oh my God. Some of these questions were deep. I feel like I need another sip. You guys, I haven't even packed for Vegas yet. This is bad. When I have to feel a little tipsy to answer these, that actually might be kind of fun. You guys actually might get some of these answers. Um, so this one's kind of like a, this one's kind of something that's interesting to me. How do you get past the anxiety of getting talked about by your hometown? Shout out to Marissa for asking this because I think that is a wonderful freaking question. Actually, now that I think about that, I don't think I've ever done a shout out in a specific name to the person that's asked the question. Do we like that or no? Do you guys want your privacy? Answer that in the next poll that I do. Um, so I have never, I won't say never because never say never. I have not been known to be the girly that gave a single fuck. I have just always kind of done my own thing. You know what's funny is like fam or friends. I don't really care about their opinion, but family. I care more about like people in my circles opinion of me than I care about a stranger on the internet. I kind of think that's how it should be. But then I also think that's maybe not how it should be because I'd rather worry about what Sally down the street is saying than my own mother. You know what I mean? Um, cause sometimes I get so in my head of like what my own family is saying about me, but for friends wise or like people from my childhood, I think at first, when I first started, they were probably like, Oh, this girl's trying so hard to be an influencer, but that wasn't what I was trying for. So if they thought that I was like, okay, whatever, like think your thanks. Like <laughs> I say that all the time. Think your thanks. Um, like think what you want to think, like think your own thoughts. I don't give a fuck what you say about me. Sorry for the vulgar, vulgar language. Um, I don't know. I just have never cared. That's not something I can really give advice on. It's just something that was internally in me. My mom's always said since the day I was born, like when I looked up at her, she was like, I could tell you just weren't new to this world. Like you've been here before. You're an old soul. My mom's always said that about me. Like you're an older soul. And I kind of do believe that there's certain things in this life that like, I really just don't care about. But there's also things that like I'm parent, like again, back to the drug talk. Like I am paranoid of drugs something I don't know if it's like a childhood trauma which I do know that there was like drugs in my childhood that like it was not my parents by any means but like I watched somebody in my past go through really bad drug issues I don't know if it was that I don't I don't know what it was but there's certain things in this lifetime like I refuse to do I can't tell you why I refuse but I just know like it just doesn't feel right in my soul so I'm like maybe there is the things that like happened in my past life but it's just something like who I am as a person I just dead ass I just don't give a single fuck um think what you want to think say what you want to say do what you want to do feel how you want to feel because that's all you I'm going to continue to stay in my lane I'm going to continue to work hard grind post what I want to post think how I want to think feel how I want to feel do what I want to do so do your thing. I'm going to do mine. That's basically all I kind of have advice on that for. I just, I didn't really care. I know there was a couple questions of that of like, how do you like, how do you get started? Um, here's one right now. I'm wanting to start influencing, but I'm stuck on what to do because I feel like I'm boring. My advice to that would be everybody's boring. Everybody's fun in different ways. Like 
every objective that you can come up or like you're fu- my husband and I have this conversation all the time I'm like but this is so fun he was like well fun is objective like that's not fun to me and vice versa like there's things that Raphael does and I'm like that's so boring and he was like well boring is objective like or subjective I don't remember anyways but it's to each person so if you think you're boring well then I don't know what to say like po- like everybody's boring there's different times where like I'm boring or like I don't feel like what I'm doing is boring like I love watching Law and Order SVU for hours on end. I could binge watch that show for like four months straight don't let me leave my bedroom like I could sit in my room for hours on end every single second of every single day my husband could be like that's boring why well, think him sitting downstairs studying stocks every freaking night at 9 p.m is boring it's subjective do what you want to do I will always say your crowd will come If it doesn't come, change your routine, change something up, do something different. I always say when you're creating content, like even to my girlfriends that like are very close to me and like ask me for my real raw, honest advice, I say, do your thing for a minimum three months at minimum. You have to do it for three months, test it out, try it out, see it out, do your thing. I say, stick to it for a minimum of three months and feel it out. If it doesn't feel right, if it feels like something's kind of off, try something new. Um, but if it, it sticks, it sticks. I mean, I never thought my life was wild and exciting and ever, and a million people wanted to follow me, but a million people follow me and I still just live my life. And I think I'm kind of boring. Like the fact that I'm recording a podcast at six o'clock on a Monday night, I'm like, Oh, this is kind of boring. You guys, I just got my Delta check-in and I have to check in because there's like six of us on this flight and I literally have to check it in. And I want to make sure we get on the upgrade list because that's very, very important. <laughs> I just looked like dead into the souls of anyone that's watching on YouTube. It is very important. No, like dead ass. I'm literally checking me in right now. Acknowledge that there's going to be no firearms or, oh, I have TSA pre-check. Yes, I do. Um, tap to check in. Come on, you guys. I don't got time for this. I'm filming a podcast. Anyways, people can consider this super boring. They could be like, Catherine, like you podcast for fun. And I'm like, yeah, the hell I do. Some people are like, there's no way in fucking hell I would sit there and talk to myself and stare at myself for fun. Next question. I should probably take a sip. Next question is, do you ever want to just not post anything? Yes, a lot. And all I can say behind that is thank you guys for being here and continuing to support me even on the days that I don't post stuff or I'm not funny or it flops and I just, I don't know. I think my Instagram for Instagram, for example, I don't really, I don't want to say I don't care as much. But I just love Instagram. I love that I can post silly, goofy photos and you guys still love and like it and share it and comment. I love that. I feel like I put more work into my TikTok. Like I want to make sure it's funny. I want to make sure exact. It's hard because on TikTok you get way more analyzed. So I could say one wrong word and it would be like, oh my God, she, she said this and then this, this and like, oh my God. And I'm like, I didn't mean it like that. I fucked up, but it's easier on Instagram because it's like, it's just so much easier for me. Like I can look like a clown and I don't care. I also like to be, I have a tough time with my words. I feel like sometimes I say shit that I don't mean to say in that manner. Like I meant to say what I meant. I meant to say what I said, but like it wasn't supposed to come out the way I said it, if that makes sense. So sometimes it's way easier when I'm writing stuff down. Like I could for sure see myself years ago having a blog. And to this day, I still won't do a blog for the simple fact that I would be like, 
over analyzing every single word that I put into it. And that's kind of like, I like Instagram because it's just like a quick paragraph and like that I can quick analyze and read and make sure it's okay. But like TikTok, I feel like sometimes I post stuff and I feel like, okay, saying what I said. And then people are like, oh my God. I try to post at least a minimum of once a day. When I first started TikTok, I was posting at minimum six times a day. So if you guys really want to get to my level, <laughs> take a Xanax. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I just say consistency is key. You guys, the wine probably is going to be a problem. Again, this is another question. I would love to start influencing, but too nervous. What should I start first? Do whatever makes you feel comfortable. I tell my girlfriend. So my girlfriend, Savannah, loves social media. Granted, she is a aesthetic injector. I always get that word wrong. So she does like Botox fillers. She is finishing her master's program and so proud of her, but she loves social media. And I'm like, chase your dreams, sis. Like, go for it. I love that for you. Um, but she asked me all the time, like, what do I do? And I'm like, just do your thing. Nobody's watching you at the level you're at. Like, if you're like, I'm starting out, nobody's eyes are on you other than yourself and like maybe the people that follow you, but say you have a TikTok and I'm not being disrespectful when I say this, but what you have 20 followers on TikTok and 10 of them are your neighbors and your family and friends. That's the time to test the waters. Post whatever the fuck you want to post. Say whatever you want to post. Say it, do it, feel it, test it, all of it. And then like whatever sticks, sticks, run with that. Don't do stuff that you wouldn't want to do. So like, Say, for example, you go online and you're in a bikini and you shake your ass and that goes viral. Do you want to do that every single second of every day? Maybe you do. And if that's what you want to do, run with it. If it's not like I would not go online in my bra and underwear and like do a dance because I don't want to. And like say that goes viral and that's the only thing that ever went viral. Then I'm stuck to doing that. I'm like, that's not what I want to do. If other people want to do that, do your thing. But like do what feels right to you. Tell funny stories. Do cleaning TikToks. Um unboxing of your like order shit on Amazon and do an unboxing video brush your teeth and make a funny joke or whatever feels right to you post mom TikToks post dog TikToks whatever feels right to your own world start there I started my TikTok treating it as if it was my Snapchat story and that is what went viral that's what went nuts that's what gained me a community I've always talked to my TikTok I've always talked to my Instagram like I would talk to my friends and my favorite comment that I get is when people say, I feel like we're on FaceTime because that is my goal. I want to continue to speak like that. I want people to be invested and listening like I'm their friend. And that's kind of like how I got started. I don't really know. I just say, do your thing. Test it out. Do your thing, 21. I got a burp. Excuse me. Anyways, Raphael commented a fire emoji. That's hot, babe. I've shared with you guys Babbel before. I love Babbel because it is so easy and convenient to help you learn a new language. We have been doing so much more traveling over the last few years and we are unbelievably blessed, but I cannot tell you how embarrassing it is going to another country and not even knowing how to ask where the bathroom is, how to order food or where you're going. It is simple things or even a hello. I've shared with you guys that before that I had a TikTok video go viral because I didn't know how to say hello in Swedish and it was very embarrassing. So Babbel is absolutely phenomenal. I've shared them with you guys before they do have a human two code for you guys it is such a convenient course to help you learn even the basics or whatever extent you want to learn in a new language and that's why I love Babbel and that's why I want to share it with you guys if you guys are doing the traveling game like we're doing it is such a blessing to just be able to learn the basics and go further if you want to go further 
There is a limited time deal right now for Human 2 listeners. You're going to get 55% off your Babbel subscription, and this is only for our listeners. So you are going to go to babbel.com slash human2. That is babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash human2, and that's going to get you 55% off. Rules and restrictions may apply. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Okay, knowledge behind having your own S-Corp and... Uh, knowledge behind having your own S-Corp and how the behind-the-scenes work. So I actually started as an LLC. I opened my own LLC October 17th of 2022. And I know that because it was my birthday. Not only did I apply, but I got approved on my birthday of last year, which was such a monumental moment for me. I was so excited um, because to own my own business just sounds so freaking wild. But what's even weirder is like I am my own business. Like I don't sell anything. I am me and me makes me money and me making me money is my own business. (laughs) It's kind of odd. It's kind of weird, but it is what it is. Um, so then I got into right away. I was like, okay, here's my thing. I actually am from the accounting world. If you follow me for a while, you know that taxes, business invoices, paying payroll, any of that stuff. None of that scares me. That's what I've done my whole life. But when it's like the government's looking at me, I'm like, oh, am I doing this right? I got really fucking nervous. So I immediately was like on the hunt for an accountant, a tax strategist, a business strategist. I was on the hunt immediately. I was like, but I need someone that specializes. Like I need special people that know what content creating goes into and like what goes or what goes into content creating. For example, I talked about this last time. I could buy a thousand dollar dress for a Met Gala and I'm only going to wear it that one time. That is considered a write off. But this t-shirt, these pants, I'm going to continue to go on in my life after this and I'm going to wear them. That's for a personal use. That's not a write-off. Um, so I knew right away, like there's so many intricacies, but also new things that come to the content creating world. Some people I know write off their nails. I don't do that because, well, my nails are always my nails. But they say, well, it's so iffy right now because it's like, again, there's so many intricacies. You're right. My nails are in every single one of my contents. If I'm producing content 24 hours a day from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep, technically, if my hands are in it, yeah, I can maybe write it off. I don't do that because it freaks me the fuck out. So I'm just going to be very blunt right there. But again, I go back into the camera, the microphone that I'm using. I don't bring this camera with me everywhere I go, nor do I walk around with my mic everywhere I go. This is solely for I think I'm human stew's use. So I wrote that off. Like I bought this on my business credit card and I paid it with my business cash and called it a day. 
So I would love to go into an actual financial episode with you guys because I don't necessarily know how to explain and what questions you have. Um, I just knew that I had to hire. So I did hire someone for this um, specifically. So they do everything like my bookkeeping, every single thing that comes in and out of my personal accounts and my business accounts. They go through the whole nine. I don't do anything other than take the money in, spend the money when I need to spend money. And that's about it. They tell me how much I'm going to owe. They tell me, hey, if you want to do this, this and this business venture. So, for example, my husband and I want to start our rental properties. But since we will not be living there and it'll be a rental property, anytime you have a rental, that's obviously a business because it's going to bring you revenue. So say we get a mortgage for $1,000. We rent the place for $1,300. That's market standard. Again, I'm just using total fake numbers just to make it super easy. That $300 is considered technically a profit to us or it's considered a revenue to us before our expenses. So then we got to pay whatever the hell we need to pay. Say we end up with a breaking even of $100,000 or $100,000, $100 profit. So say we, our mortgage is a thousand, our electric, our insurance, our bleh, whatever, our cleaning fees cost us $200 a month. Again, these are totally fake numbers and we rent it for $1,300. That leaves us with $100 in profit. That's considered profit. So to the government, they're like, that was an income. So that rental property needs to become a business. So say we go to buy a business and we buy a rental property that is considered a business. So that's my business money buying another business. Does that make sense? Are we keeping up? If we're not, I'm totally okay with you saying like, Catherine, can you do this one when you're sober? Not that I'm drunk by any means, but like I might not be speaking English right now. But also like I want to go way more in depth of like tax talk, um, financial talk, how we do our money. Raphael and I would love to sit down and do that. I've said that many, many episodes. So let's get into that in a different episode. Um, but right now I'm just going to say I write it all to somebody else. Like I have somebody, I hired somebody, I paid my money I needed to pay to them. And I'm like, here, deal with this. Because I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about when it comes to that. Again, it is something that was new to me. I've done taxes in like all the accounting world my whole life, but I don't know. Okay. Next question. This is from Sam. I love Sam so much. She's actually one of my close girlfriends. Not close girlfriends, but a girlfriend here in the cities. Um, sorry, that sounded rude. Not close. Sam, you're not close with me. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sam is here in the cities and she asked me, at what point have you felt happiest slash grateful? You're glowing, but what stood out? Well, thank you, Sam. I love you so much. Um, when did I feel like the happiest in this career? Honestly, I, this is going to sound so cliche and so like, I feel so happy every single day. And some days are less than others where I'm like, God, this kind of sucks. Like there's definitely like bits and pieces of this job are tough. A lot, like a lot of days is really tough. Like for example, I can't go out of the house anymore without being recognized. Not a bad problem, but if I'm having a bad day, I just can't leave anymore. Like my husband and I can't go out to dinner. Like say I'm really sad or really like mad or angry or uh, depressed. Like I can't go out. Like I can't just go sit at a dinner table and like have an intimate dinner with my husband and just talk to him and vent to him and and be vulnerable. People hear everything. There was one time, I'm not going to say the scenario, but there was one time we were at a restaurant. I was kind of annoyed by this. We were sitting down and we were there for a while and we kind of vibed out the place. We're like, oh, okay, nobody can really like, nobody said anything. Nobody's looked at us weird. Like we kind of felt like we weren't recognized. 
So we're like, okay, dope. We start talking very intimately about certain things in our life. And this, this restaurant, when I tell you like the tables were not even a foot away from each other. Like it was one of those places that takes forever to get into. And this was like kind of our own fuck up. But we started talking about like our next investments and like money. And we were like, okay, how much do you think this will cost? Okay, perfect. We'll do this, this, and this. We didn't say exact numbers of like, oh yeah, this is what's in our accounts or, okay, you're going to do this and I'm going to do this. I'm going to save this and you're going to save this and we're going to cut this and you're going to cut this. We didn't do that. So it wasn't that nitty gritty, but it was enough for the person next to us to know, like if they were really listening, like what we were talking about (laughs) at the very end of it, she was like, I'm a follower and I love you guys so much. I'm like, that changed my life right then and there. I was like, motherfuckers. So we learned quickly that anytime we're out and about, you just can't talk about anything personal. You can't say anything personal that you wouldn't want others to hear. Obviously, money talk in general is something that like not a lot of people are comfortable with. But when it's our exact personal finances and wishes and hopes and dreams for our own business ventures, a lot of people get a little bit uncomfortable with that. If you don't, well, then more power to you. I wish I was you, but I did get very uncomfortable with that. It kind of sucked. And then right away, I was like, damn, this woman knows a lot about a lot. (laughs) Um, but anyways, that's like my one downside. And and then again, I go back into the day that my dad had passed. We were in Denver and that was like my only other really, really, really bad downside. I was, I didn't want to be alive. <laughs> I wish I would have like at that point in time, I don't say this now, but at that point in time, I wish I would have just gone with my father. Like it was the hardest day of my entire fucking life. And I'm walking through the airport and I knew I had a feeling I had a feeling and I could not even look up. I looked down the entire time. I rolled my little carry on suitcase. I was puffy eyed. All of us were looking down the whole group of family. We were all looking down. We got recognized not once, but twice. Both times my husband took one for the count and he dealt with the situation. He was so kind, so cordial. Both people that stopped him were like, again, they had no idea at the time. And obviously if they knew they wouldn't have said anything, I'm sure maybe they would have, who cares? But at the time my husband dealt with it, he knew it was like his role to play. All of us were like very engrossed in our own emotions. We had no idea what was even going on in the outside world. I barely remember walking through security. I do remember it because that day was so vivid to me, but I also don't remember it in certain senses. But anyways, those are like the two really, 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 really downsides of things of like, you can't just be a normal person anymore. And I'm not sitting here saying I'm a Kardashian by any means. I'm not clean Elizabeth. May she rest in peace. Um... But other than that, every fucking day is the best day ever. I love this life. I love waking up. I love being able to do whatever I want to do. I love being able to take you guys along with me. I love being able to talk real life. I love being able to say what I want to say, do what I want to do. I just love this part of my life. I love this part of life that I'm going through. I'm young. I'm married. I love being married. I love my husband. I love waking up, being able to do life with him. I love that we don't have kids right now. I love that I get to just love my dogs. I love that I get to travel. I love that I get to do experiences because of this, like because of this microphone and that camera and this phone, like it brought me into this world that I never knew was possible. And I've always felt like I was here on earth for something. And I'm so excited because I feel like right now this is like the brewing stage, you know, like you got to get your water to boil. I feel like my water's boiling right now in the sense of like, what am I about to cook? What, what am I about to put in this boiling water that I'm going to make something like a noodle? Like I'm about to make a hard noodle soft and it's about to become this whole meal right now. I just feel like I just got started. I'm just at boiling water level. Like 
what am I going to put in the water? What am I going to make a meal out of? Like, I feel so blessed to be able to be at this spot of like, oh, I turned on the stove. I like got it bubbling. I put the salt in and now it's boiling ready for something new. I'm so fucking excited to figure out what am I going to put in this pot? Is it going to be noodles? Is it going to be rice? Is it going to be vegetable? You know what I mean? Like there's so many different paths that can come from what I've boiled. And I love that. That's where it makes me passionate. That's what gets me excited is like, what's my next step? Like, where do I go from here? What do I do with these blessings that have been brought to my table? How do I connect them to my life, to your life that's watching and listening? Like, what do we do with this? Um, and there's so many ideas. I talk with my agency. I talk with my manager. I talk with the owner of the agency. I'm like, you guys, I talk with my editor. I'm like, you guys, this is what I want to do. What am I doing? Like, where do I go? What's next steps? How do I get there? And they're like, Kat, let's start slow. Like, let's, let's keep the momentum going. But like, let's, let's bite this one by one. Cause I'm like, I see something up here. I'm like, let's get to it. And they're like, well, step by step. <laughs> um, so I tell them all the time. I'm like, brain dump. I'll literally have meetings where I'm just like, I talk to them like this. I'm like, brain dump. Ugh. And then I just like spill every single bean that I have in my little bean pot to spill. And I'm like, okay, now what? And they're like, okay, cool. Let's start with step one. And I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds good. Like, let's do that. So I honestly, I, I don't know where I had like a, this is it moment. You guys, my ADHD is like, Ugh. I don't know where I had my this is it moment. My this is it moment is every single day. Again, I know that sounds so cliche, but I'm like, I love this. I couldn't imagine my life any differently now. Sometimes I feel like this was a lot of my own hard work. Sometimes I feel like it was my dad up in heaven being like, you know what, since I dipped off early, I might as well bless you. You know, I don't know. Like, I don't know what transpired or what happened to get me here. I don't know if I've just been through some shit and this is God being like, sorry, bitch, like, here you go. Here's your reward for sticking it through. I, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, and I'm not trying to be funny when I say that. So I think every single day that I wake up and I get to live this life is the best day ever. God, that sounds so like I want to punch myself for saying that. <sighs> but it is what it is. Um, Just wanted to say how much I enjoyed watching your videos and how much you have helped me. Thank you so much for saying that. I truly do appreciate that. I don't think you understand how much I appreciate that. Some days there are days where I sit back and I'm like, why am I doing this? Because a lot of some days there are really hard days. And like when you read about yourself online or you see comments and the hate or people just being mean or Reddit threads. God, Reddit has got me so bad the last week. Of like when people say I hate my husband, I just I laugh. I don't I used to laugh at that. And now I'm starting to think like, you guys, this is so sad. I had a viral video out in New York and it was like just me joking. I'm like getting anxious even talking about this because it's like making me anxious. Anyways, um, I was just joking about my husband calling me nonstop and the men found that video and roasted my ass. But not only that, it was the women there that were just so hurtful and like there were so many comments of like, why does she get a good one? Like, why? because this one doesn't appreciate the one she has. I'm like, you guys have no idea. Like, I love my husband more than anything in this entire fucking world. Like, you guys have literally no idea. I would, I would do unspeakable things for that man. Like, it is just disgusting. Um, I would take my own life to save him. Like, I would take a bullet for him. I would do anything. So when I post a video online and they're like making like I know I sound really harsh online. That's kind of how I started. That's literally and like Raphael and I are very harsh to each other in real life. Like 
that's just who we are. But when I bring it to online and people are like, oh my God, she hates him. He deserves better. She's cheating. She's horrible. Oh my God. And like, and again, it wasn't even the men. I was like, haha, like guys found that and thought it was cruel. Okay, whatever. Like it is what it is. But seeing other women tear me down in those comments. And then not only that, people like reshared it to Instagram and it was on like a, cele- a celebrity actually. Sh- and it was a man, of course, a man shared it to his page and he's a celebrity and the comments there were just fucking brutal. And I'm sitting here like, what if one day I'm in the room with these people? Like, imagine, what, not that I'm a celebrity status, but like, what if we are at an event together one day? And this guy is not like a massive celebrity, but he has a large, large, large following. And he's at a lot of events. I'm like, imagine if we were in the same room together. I know what you said about me. Like, I know what you posted about me. Then some of the people that were like in those comment sections or in his comment section were like, verified like status people like and I was just reading through it and I'm like that hurts my heart that hurts my heart a lot so hearing when people are like thank you for doing what I do you're helping me like you're funny to me even if they're just like you know what you're just entertainment and I posted something on threads which shout out to threads because I've been fucking loving threads threads is like the new tick twitter um I posted something on threads and I was like, well, when Reddit, when Reddit people say I'm no longer relatable, might as well ball out. And someone commented, I'm not here following you to, for you to be relatable. I was like, you know what? Like, I don't fucking follow other influencers for them to be relatable to my life. I just love them. I love their entertainment. I love them as a person. Like, no matter what, I'm going to have people that hate me. I'm going to hate other people. Like, it just is what it is. Just keep doing your thing. Do your thing, 21. But it's like, it does hurt your feelings. That sometimes, sometimes I'm like, I have the thickest skin ever. But then when it comes to my husband and I and you like talk shit about my husband or you say that I hate my husband or I'm cheating on my husband, that is like what hits me. I'm like, ooh, like it almost makes me want to defend myself. But then I also feel bad knowing that my husband's reading those comments. And it's like, I don't ever want him to be like, babe, do you not like me? Because I'm like, that's not it at all. Like, it's so hard. I don't know. So that's kind of like my hardest part, but not my hardest part, but it's like one of my hardest things is I hate I hate that side of things. So any nice comment is a wonderful comment. So thank you so much. I'm going to screenshot that and send it to Raphael right now. He's actually upstairs with the girls. Do you ever get exhausted with how entitled people seem to be for your content slash life? So I interpret that as like people like they get to know a part of me because I'm online. Yes. That kind of ties into the exact same that the, the thing that I was just saying about like people knowing how Raphael and I are, right? Or just because I post my life online, you get to talk shit about my life. I don't like that. I don't respect that. I don't understand that. But I'm also on the other side of that. So sometimes I'm like, okay, well, maybe since I'm on the other side of that, like that's what is the difference between me and that person that's hating. For example, if I'm following another creator, there has been times where I've actually unfollowed other creators because I don't vibe with what they're saying. I'm not happy with like the way they're treating their following. And I'm sure that people can say that about me. That's totally fine and respectable. Um, But what I don't, what I do understand is that I'm only seeing that 1% of a person. You guys are only seeing a very small percentage of me online. There are some days where like I have zero energy and I'm a literal loser. Like I want to do nothing. I want to see nobody. I want to be cooped up in my bedroom. Like it's very rare, but that happens you know, what's more common is me being a raging fucking bitch. I don't know what it is, but some days I'm just like, I'm not in a good mood and I don't want to be around anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. My husband's like my only person that I'm like, okay, I can deal with you. 
but that's hormonal issues. Like that's like where I'm like around my period. I'm like, oh yeah, there's some days where I'm freaking sad and bawling my eyes out. You guys don't see that side. You don't watch me shave my legs in the shower. You don't watch me blow dry my hair. Like you guys don't pick my outfits with me in the morning. You guys don't sit in the car with me and, and talk to me while I'm driving. You don't sit at the dinner table when I'm with my husband. Like there's so many aspects of my life that you're not there for. Right. So it's like, when you see a small portion and you expect to just get to know, like, of course, that's going to be annoying because I'm like, well, no, you get to know what I want to post. You get to know what I want to share. You get to know what I, but that's where I'm also like, don't ever compare yourself because social media is just social media. Like, what if one day I posted like, oh yeah, me and my husband are going to divorce. You'd be like, wait, but I thought it was perfect. And I'd be like, well, yeah, that's why I showed you what I wanted to show you. Duh. So don't compare. Like, that's the other thing of like, don't expect and don't compare. Those are the two things I can ever say. Like one day, say we have a child and I decide not to share the gender. Nobody can be like, well, share the fucking gender because you share everything else in your life. You might as well share the gender. And I'd be like, well, no, I'm not going to share the gender. Um, I just got major Reagan vibes from that. My manager's name is Reagan and she does that all the time. She's like, blah, blah, blah. anyways. So there's certain things that like I, I am able to keep a secret or there's certain things that like I don't post about where like people want to know family drama all the time. They're like, wait, what's going on with the family? Like, why don't we see your family anymore? And I'm like, I'm not really ready to share that right now. Like maybe one day, but not right now. I'm allowed to say no. Like that's the whole point in posting. I feel like a lot of people think that since I share like this much, they get to know the whole kit and caboodle. And I don't, I don't agree with that. Other than that, I think it's fine. I just kind of ignore the comments. I ignore the hate. Again, the only things that really get to me is when you're talking shit about my husband. Okay. What is it like meeting other creators in real life? Are they really how they say they are? Kind of ties. Actually, that's a perfect question to kind of tie into exactly what I just said. Um, yes and no, because it goes to exactly like what I just said. You don't see everything online. Like I, okay, so let's take the Bahamas trip, for example. I went to the Bahamas on a boat with five other creators. Yeah, five. There's five of us. I had just landed from Mexico, not even 48 hours before. I was in Mexico for a week. I was sunburnt as to a fucking crisp. I landed. I got back on a flight. I was in the Bahamas for another week in the sun, getting burnt to a crisp. I was actually miserable. Like I was burnt. I was exhausted. I was just ready to kind of be not miserable in the sense of like, oh my God, get me off this fucking boat, air flight me home right now. Not that kind of sense. But it was the sense of like, I just was kind of like, I just, I didn't realize how fast and how much I took on that fast. I want to be home with my dogs. I want to be home with my husband. I want to get back in a routine. I need sleep. I cannot drink for two weeks straight. It is physically impossible for me. It was also like I had just met these people. So it was a bunch of things where it was like I wasn't who I was online because at that moment I wasn't who I was in general. Like I was fucking tired. So I'm sure all of them could be like, I'm sure all of them could be like, oh yeah, like Catherine or Catty Ebbs is not who we say, like who she says she is. She's so fun online. And, and on the boat, she was kind of boring. And I'd be like, well, yeah, actually, but like I got a little bit of a reason. So like, let me tell you why. So that can go both ways. Anytime you meet anybody, it could be a bad week. Again, you could meet a creator online in real life that just lost their dad and you're running through the Denver airport and you happen to meet them. It is what it is. Um, I don't know. I've never met a creator where I'm like, holy fuck. I have heard horror stories though. Um, there's a bunch of girls out in New York. I'm sure you know who they are. I have never heard a nice thing about them. I do avoid them though. <laughs> 
when I was out in the New York events last uh, a couple weeks ago, I was kind of happy that they were taking another trip because I was like, what if I run into them and they're not like they are who everyone says they are. I'm still hoping and high, holding high hope that maybe that's not the case. But ugh, yeah, I don't know. I've been very scared um, for that. I've never heard horror stories other than a certain like group of people. So again, I've never met like I've never met someone where I'm like absolute fucking bitch. Like never again. Like I've lit I've heard word from word from other creators that I'm like friends with that have met other people where they're like she isn't like the New York group I'm talking about. They're like, no, she's an absolute fucking raging bitch. And I would never in my entire life even be in the same air as that person. I've never met anyone like that. So like, I don't know. Um, I've actually been at brand events where other brand, like the people throwing the brand event were like, yeah, there's not some nice people, but you guys are kind of nice. And I'm like, thanks. Even when we were in the Palmas, like the six of us girls were on a boat with the cabin crew and, and they were running the ship for the whole week, obviously. And they were like, you guys changed the way we think of influencers. And we're like, good. Like, I don't know where the stigma came from. Maybe it's that group of New York girls. I have no fucking idea. Um, but it's just kind of weird to me because I'm like, we're just normal humans. Everyone's a normal human. Yeah, there's fucking assholes out there. There's assholes in every party. Um, but like, we're just normal people. So, um, but primarily everyone that I've met in real life is pretty much who they say they are online. Obviously, again, I go back into, we only see a very small portion. Um, if you're a follower, you most likely will, like, if you're a follower, you get a lot of like, like if a follower comes up to me, even if I'm in a bad mood, I'm like, oh my God, hi, like, how are we doing? I try to be the kindest person ever because you support me. I want to like give you the experience that you want from me. Like if you're like, I don't know, that sounds kind of bad. Like, like if I'm sad or in a bad mood, like there's been a time where I was shopping and I was actually really sad and I was shopping because I was fucking sad and depressed and I was shopping because like retail therapy is a thing. And someone like came up to me and I was like, not in a happy mood. I was very sad. And I like turned it off. I was like, oh my God, hi. Like, how are you doing? Like, what's your name? Thank you for following me. How long have you followed me? Like, what are you doing here? Do you live in the area? Like, I try really hard to snap out of my funk. Um, but like, say for example, when I met Abby in Texas and I went down to Texas and met her in Dallas, um, she was absolutely great. I love her so much. She's a true friend of mine. Like I genuinely think that she's like an actual friend. Um, I wish absolutely nothing but like growth and success for her. But there was a time in Dallas when I was like, I'm just sad and I can't turn this off. Like I'm just sad right now. She saw more than like a follower would see if you like, for example, because we lived in the same hotel room for days on end. So like, of course, I got really depressed over my dad. I was crying and it was like, I just can't turn it off. Other Abby, there's New York Abby. I love her so much, too. Um, when I met her, like we were all out to dinner and um, Abby Buffo brought up like, I don't even know what she said. Like my TikTok, she's like, how did you get started? Blah, blah, blah. And then it was like my dad talk and she didn't know that my dad had passed. Um, and it ju- I just couldn't stop it. I literally could not stop the tears. I couldn't turn it off. I didn't know what it was. I don't know why it kicked in at the time it kicked in, but it did. And I just started crying and she like, I ran to the bathroom. I was like, I'm sorry. Like I just have to go to the bathroom. Like I can't deal with this right now. Just like, give me a second. I just need to get myself together. She followed me to the bathroom. The kindest soul to ever exist, like walked me through everything was like, Hey, like I didn't mean to offend you. And I was like, no, no, no. I want people to ask about my dad. But sometimes I'm great about talking about him and I don't cry. And other days I'm like, I don't even want to think about that man because like I will just lose my shit. Um, but again, 
if a follower to bring that up, I would be able to save face long enough. So like other creators get different sides just because they kind of get that it's just like, it's not like a two minute interaction. Like we're out in the real world with them. Like I'm with Abby in a hotel room and I'm with other Abby at a dinner. Like it's not just like a, Hey, like we ran into each other at target and you asked for a picture quick. You know what I'm saying? Anyways. Um, so super random. I know that was like so fucking long. That was like the longest explanation I've ever had in my life. My God. At this point I'm like, Ooh, Oh, okay. This one says, Address the whole meep meep TikTok sitch. I should have known this was coming. Okay. Okay, I'm kind of anxious talking about this because it is my family. And I've kind of addressed it a little bit before. But I've seen more and more and more and more things online about myself that, again, I just want to defend. And I don't know why. I don't care to defend this shit anymore. So Meet Me came into our family a long time ago and um, one of my siblings and I were not like the biggest fans of her. She was very quiet, very cold. Originally, I remember like being at family dinners and we'd be like, hey, Meep, how's your day? And she was like, no, she would literally be like, no, like she would not talk, um, which is fine. Like the more she came out, like the more I started to like her and I was like, OK, I was wrong. I apologize for how I acted originally. I originally was like, she does not fit in this family. We're so fucking vocal. Like it doesn't fit. That's totally irrelevant. Like. I, I've literally said sorry to her because I was like, you know, I'm really sorry for how I treated Like, I just didn't know who you were. And, like, the vibes that you gave us just weren't good vibes. And, like, I would hope she would be like, she would be able to understand. Like, as a sibling, she has sisters and, like, she has a family. Like, obviously, if someone came in and were, like, treating her sister like shit and sh- – or not like shit. But, like, if, like, if someone were in her family treating – people the way that – treating her family the way she treated my family, I would hope she would be like, okay, that's kind of odd. Um, anyways, the relationship blossomed. We actually got pretty close. I started posting a lot with her. My life is online, obviously. Um, I used to post about my father all the time. I post about my husband. I post about my brothers. I lived with my dad and my mom, my stepmom at the time. So like a lot of like what I was posting was about them and like story times and my brothers, and my dogs and blah, blah, blah. like I would just post because that's, that was my life at the time. So Meet Me became more present. She started sharing a lot more. She started becoming more like part of the family. Um, We started to get to know her more. Again, I've apologized for being like, you know what? Like she's not who we thought my brother would bring into this family. She showed that that was not true. Um, But one thing I will say since day one, my family does not support my TikTok. And it's actually really shitty and not even just my TikTok. They don't support my life in general online and it really hurts my feelings. I'm not saying every single person in that family, but I will say a huge hand chunk. Like I can count five people in my entire family that support my, my social media and one is now dead. And that was my father. So past that, I got like four going strong for me. Um, and Meet Meep was not one of them. My brother that dates Meet Meep, not one of them. And if you're like, who's Meet Meep? It's my little brother's girlfriend. And I'm going to continue to use Meet Meep because I'm not going to use her actual name just because. Meet Meep's name came from my TikTok page. I used to call her car Meet Meep because I thought it was, it was like this little itty bitty car. She's just got this little car and like she's got so much personality that like anytime I think that like someone would piss her off, she would like hit the horn. I don't know if this is true or not. But like I imagine her hitting the horn and it being like me me and her being like fuck yeah like she's just so funny like to me that was just so funny. So I shared a story I called her car meet me because that was what I called her car and then like my followers took it and called her meet me and then like the name meet me ran. 
So with that being said, the closer I got with her, obviously my life is online. So she became part of like some of my content. Obviously we are together a lot of the time. You, she was funny. I was funny. We were joking. I started making more and more content. But when I originally started TikTok two years ago, two plus years ago at this point, I was bullied like by my family pretty bad like it and it's like that banter back and forth where like haha you're a loser like can't believe you're posting this online like you're not gonna be anything and now I have a million followers right (laughs) and so when I first started and I can even say this about all my brothers like every single one of my brothers my father in general like all of them included dead ass thought that my online social presence was stupid anyways more and more time got passed and my brother that dates meet me is the most like doesn't want to be recognized person and that's fine he's more than welcome to have that thought and live that life like he doesn't want to be recognized um that's totally his vibe I ask everybody if you've ever been around me and I take a picture with you or a video with you I always say do you mind if I post this every single fucking time I respect every single person that's like, you know what? Like, cause social media is my thing. It doesn't have to be anyone else's thing. The only person I don't ask anymore is my husband. And if him and I really want to sit down and he's like, hey, Kat, you know, like I'm totally done being online. I'd be like, okay, cool. Or if like one day he was like, you know what? I'm really in a bad mood. Please just don't record me. I don't record him. But my brother um, has always said, I do not want to be online. Cool. He said, I verbatim. I've gotten calls from Meet Me where she was recognized out in public because, again, she was in a lot of my content. And my brother would be in the background. I fucking hate this. Like, I don't like being recognized. I absolutely hate this. Like, I don't want to stop and talk. I feel uncomfortable. Like, this is awkward. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you won't be in any of my content. I'm really sorry. Like, I I can take Meet Me about as much as possible. I have had many times, at minimum of two times, where Meet Me has called me or texted me, I still have the text messages from this, saying where she was recognized at her place of work and she was uncomfortable. So immediately I go into big sister mode of like, oh fuck, I'm so sorry. Like, I did not mean that. Like, I'm so sorry. Do you want me to take the videos down? Like, how do you want me to address this? How do you want me to handle this? I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. I'm like, okay, well then I didn't, I didn't take anything down. Then there was times where I would get a text message. I got a text message of her Like her job had posted a photo of her on Facebook and on Facebook, a stranger was like, oh my God, is that Meep Meep? She sends me a text message of that photo. And I was like, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. Do you want me to delete this? She's like, no, I love being famous. And I'm like, okay, I have a TikTok up of her saying like, I can't wait till there are the Kardashians and we're in LA, like take me with you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, haha, okay. Mind you, she was one of these people that like originally thought that what I did online was stupid. And that's fine. Like, again, anyone that says that it's fine, like it doesn't matter. Time continued on and I got invited to the radio station and it's her favorite radio station. So at this point, my little brother was living with me and she was over. I kid you not. I told my husband about it. And the second person I was most excited to tell was her because it was her favorite radio station. She's sitting in my fucking living room and I come inside. I'm like, oh my God, you have no idea what's going to happen. So I'm like, oh my God, listen to this. She sat on my couch and said, you're nobody. Why would they have you on there? And I was like, Iggy. And then she's like, yeah, but like that radio station is like, like they're like real celebrities. Like, who are you? Like, why are you on there? Blah, blah, blah. And like, she said it in like a ha ha, 
but it actually hurt my feelings. It was like one, I was most excited to come home and tell you because like, I felt like we were at that relationship where like, I thought she was actually in support of what I was doing. Anyways, so time went on. I went on to the radio station and that's, what's weird because like the next morning when I went over the, when I went on the radio station, like she was like, I'm so excited for you. I'm so happy for you, blah, blah, blah. But it was just like, so like wishy-washy. And again, that's kind of like how our family is. So I was like, okay, sure, whatever. So then a couple months had passed and I was getting, I went to Europe. I went to Europe. My brother was staying with me or at my house at the time. So like he was in charge of watching the house. Obviously when you're in Europe or when you're away, like people taking your packages, they check your mail, blah, blah, blah. Well, for an influencer, creator, whatever you want to call us, you get a lot of packages. And this is when I noticed that the tables kind of turned. Again, my brother still to this day never wanted to be in any content. Like the weekend my dad died, we went to celebrate my brother's birthday. I paid for the whole trip, took him on everything. Like not I paid for everybody, but I paid for my brother. Like I have always been that sister. Like I want to make sure that my siblings have the best life possible. Now at this point, I'm like, (laughs) I guess live your life. I'll live mine. But I took him on his trip and he said, he's like, I don't want any content being filmed at all this weekend. And I was like, well, that's not realistic because my accounting job pays for my real life. But like my social media, the little bits that I was getting at the time was paying for that fucking trip. So I'm like, dude, I have to like, I have to make content. What are you talking about? He's like, I just don't want you to be on your phone. Like, and that's valid. Like, I love that he's that kind of guy that's like, turn your phone off. Like he likes to be involved, but it's like, dude, that's not realistic right now. But that's how much he hated social media. So anyways, um, I went to Europe. I came back. There was a shit ton of packages. I was gone for two weeks. So there was, a, and this is like when I first started doing social media, like full time, I quit my job, like blah, blah, blah. I had come home to so many packages up in my office and I could feel that the vibes were a little bit different. And I was like, okay, they love social media. They loved it. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. What changed? Well, they saw free shit. They were like, oh, PR packages, dope. Like you get free shit all the time to your door. Like, cool. I love social media now. And it's like, well, let's talk about the last two years that you literally bullied me. I kid you not. I've sat across the table from the both of them and word for word been told. I think you're, what you do is stupid. And I'm like, okay, dope. Like, I don't care. Like it is what it is. Anyways, tides changed and the whole Europe thing came, like the packages came and went, blah, blah, blah. Not even a day later. I got a text text from Meet Me and I'm sure I could actually fucking look this up now that I like I should actually pull the receipts so you guys can see this stuff because I feel like I'm done like I'm done defending this. Um, We I got a text message that basically said now I'm going to look at this. Oops. She's not on my phone. Is that Um, I have to meet me because I'm talking about me meet and like I kid you not when I was like before I even left for Europe when I would have like PR deliveries, I was like, do you need anything? Like, what do you want? Like you can have anything you want. Like I was just, I thought we were at that level of just like closeness. I, I don't know. Some people are probably going to roast me for this. Um, this is a text message that I got just a couple days back when I got from Europe, I got a package from Shields, which is one of their favorite stores. It's like a Dick's and Cabela's combined. It's like on steroids. I have word for word. Um, I'm starting a TikTok today. I want Shields to send me packages too. I put a crying laughing face because I didn't know what to say to that. Um, the response was about to ride on your back. Ha ha ha. And for me, I'm sitting here thinking, well, like that's hurtful. Like you kind of have just shit on me my whole life or like my whole last few years. 
Um, and like, granted, like she was hit or miss for support. Like some days it was fine. Some days it was bad. I was like very confused. Um, and I was like, okay, this is, um, another text message I got. I'm starting a TikTok this weekend. I need in on some of this action. And I was like, okay. So that's like, and there's more through here. I'm sure I can find them. And like, these are all like the text messages I have with her. I was talking about how much I miss my fucking dad. Um, but just stuff like that, like that hurt my feelings. Um, I'm trying to find more because there was like three. It's actually sad reading through some of these because I was like, I felt like we were actually friends at that point. I felt like we had like a good relationship. Um, and like some of this stuff, like happy launch day. And I was like the day that I released my launch for my. So like it was very hit or miss. But here's what hurt me is like she got online and like used my voice, like used one of my sounds and like made a video about it and it went viral. She got thousands of followers overnight. Here's the difference though. I wasn't responding. The one time there was four text messages. I again have the receipts of it. There was four different text messages. I responded that last time. It was the first message I just read to you guys where I sent about a crying laughing face. That was the only time I sent any response and it was just one crying or two crying laughing faces because I didn't know what else to say. Like you've talked shit about me for two fucking years and said like what I do is stupid and like you don't like being online, but then you're like post me online, but then don't post me online, but then do post me online. Anyways, there was just so much back and forth and um, when she got just a shit ton of followers overnight, it was kind of funny because my brother's mindset changed too and he was immediately like on board and I was like, well, that's that's uncomfortable. You don't support your sister when your sister does it because you don't want to be recognized, but you're okay if your girlfriend does it. It just was like very hurtful. Um, and to hear that, like, to know that the, like, if she were to text me beforehand and was like, Hey, you know what? Like, I actually, you know, like times have changed. Like, I actually think what you do is so fun. Like, this is so cool. I love this. I would love to learn from you. That would have been a totally different route, but it wasn't that way. It was just basically like, haha, I'm riding your back, bitch. Bye. And I was like, well, and then people came for me and were like, well, you used her for content. I was like, no, I didn't use her for content at all. Like, I told stories because that was what I did with my life at that time. Like I talked about my dad. I talked about my siblings. I talked about my parents, like my husband, my, my brother's girlfriend. Like it was my life. She was part of my life. So I made stories. She liked it at the time. Like she thought it was funny. Like she then said when I like met up with her and I was like, Hey, cause afterwards, like the whole TikTok thing, like that was the other thing immediately, immediately when she posted that and went viral and like got a shit ton of followers, she started texting me apologizing. So that like, if you were to know that you were in the right, you would have been like, ha ha ha, look at my growth. Oh my God, this is so fun, Catherine. Like, let's be friends. Like, this is so cool. Let's be like TikTok sisters, blah, blah, blah. But immediately if you're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I wasn't trying to do this. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. What are you sorry for? Well, because you know you were in the wrong. Like you've literally talked shit to my face behind my back this entire time, both like to my face and behind my back the entire time. And then you're like, cool with it because you want free shit. At the end of the day, it's like, well, now I feel uncomfortable because not only did you not come online using your real name, you came online using the nickname that my, my page like came through with. So I'm like, okay, so you're not even using your own, your own name. You're not using your own sounds. You're using exactly the, like, even like the verbiage that was across the screen was exactly how I use my, like my lettering, the colors, everything to a T was my stuff. And I'm like, so you didn't expect to go, like, I'm very confused. Like, obviously people are going to follow you and think this is funny. And if the buildup was a different type of buildup, I would 1000% be behind it. It's not about not supporting other people or being like, oh my God, you're stealing my spot. Like, it's not that at all, at all. It has everything to do with like how you built it up. You kind of like 
made me feel stupid and small and 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 like I was an idiot for pursuing this but then it was like as soon as you saw the benefits that it could bring to your table my brother included I'm like now it's okay that's fucking rude or like hey brother like if you weren't okay with me doing this why are you okay with your girlfriend doing this like doesn't sit right with me um, I didn't like that. So when I finally was able to like have an adult conversation with them, I brought the exact, these exact feelings to a table. The same thing. It was like a run around. Will you use me for content? I was like, well, I didn't mean to do that. Like it wasn't purposeful. I wasn't using you for content. Like I get views with or without you. Look at everything else. Um, I thought you were like, it was fun incorporating you. I thought it was like kind of bonding us more. I thought it was I just thought it was fun. I thought it was my way of like showing love, quote unquote, whatever. And then after that, I was like, can we stop talking shit about each other behind each other's backs? Like, can we move on past this? Literally days later, I find out from somebody else that within seconds, there was lies told from that dinner conversation and we were harassing them and we were bullying them and we made them cry the whole time. And, and my brother said, that's somebody I don't even recognize. That's not my sister. I don't even know who she is. I'm just sitting here like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. So I haven't talked to them since. And it really sucks because I do really miss my brother. I love my brother dearly. And I wish him nothing but absolute best in this world. But unfortunately, it just is what it is kind of at this point. Um, and that's the thing. I've heard other things about like him saying like he kind of knows where is right and wrong. Um, but instead of just being like, Hey, you know what? Like, Hey Meep, like that wasn't cool. He's like, yeah, fuck my sister. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Um, and at the end of the day, I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I call my husband out on his bullshit. My husband calls me out on my bullshit. When I was with a really toxic person, my whole fucking family shunned me and was like, yeah, no, we don't like her. And so now it's like, I don't know. I don't like the situation. I don't really care to talk about the situation. I never once asked her to delete her page. I would like to put that out there right now. I've seen that online so many times of like, oh, you bullied her offline. No, I didn't say a goddamn word. I didn't ask her to take it down. I didn't say yes. I didn't say no. I didn't congratulate. I didn't say fuck no. I did not say a single word. I did not acknowledge it at all. I literally did not acknowledge it. She deleted it. She remade it. She deleted it. She remade it. She then deleted it. I didn't say or do anything until over a week later since the last time she logged in. It was over a week. So like I did not say a single thing and it sucks that online I'm being ridiculed and like people are talking shit about me online being like, oh my God, you forced her to delete anything, like delete her page. No, I didn't. She's a grown woman who made her page and deleted her page, made her page, deleted her page. Like I did not do any of that stuff. I did not even acknowledge that the page was even a thing until over a week later. So I don't know. It sucks, but it is what it is. That's our family drama and there's way more that goes into it. Um, and I even told them at that table, like I'm constantly like, again, my for example my stepmom hates that I do online like social media but wants me to be like congratulatory over meet Meep's page growing and I'm like well but, but you hate my page but you want me to be like good job go meet very very fucking confused so there's many things that like tie into this that it's not just it's not just her and I told her that at that dinner I was like you triggered a lot of feelings because it wasn't just you that hated on my page it's the fact that my brother hated and now he's okay with and it's that my stepmom hated but now she's okay with and I'm like, I'm very confused and it's not just them either, but it's just like a lot of things that go into it and I don't want to, whatever it is, what it is. That's like the most you guys have ever gotten me out of me over that story because at this point I really don't care and I'm kind of just done with that until further notice. So, but yeah, I never told her to delete it, but that's kind of the drama. Um, and I haven't talked to her since. Actually, I did text her a while ago because I was like, at this point, like we're going to be in each other's lives. Like you're dating my brother. It is what it is. So like, can we figure this out? And she was like, well, if you, have, if I have to be the villain in your story, then so be it. And I was like, mm, 
Okay. Well, that wasn't really what I was talking about. I wanted to be the bigger person and be like, you know what? I didn't do anything wrong, but like, I'll apologize. And when, when I got hit with like, well, if I have to be the villain in your story, then so be it. And I'm like, I'm very confused, but it sucks. It's very awkward. Um, there was one time I went over to my stepmoms who lives with my brother or like my brother lives with her and she like hid in the basement the whole time. Like wouldn't even like talk to me. And I was like, okay, well that's clearly how you know. Like I didn't even know she was there. I had literally no idea she was there until like she came upstairs because whatever it was this long story and I ended up leaving and I was like what the fuck is going on I didn't even know she was down there so I'm like that's so awkward like if you did nothing wrong and you thought I was being the bitch like you would be upstairs and being like are you gonna say sorry but like I was there and you literally hid so I'm like that's how you know you did something wrong um and there's obviously way more to it but it is what it is um we're gonna move past that Thank you for being here for this episode. I am going to finish my wine now because that was a lot. I still have to pack. We have Vegas tomorrow and I am just so excited to be away with one of my other brothers, my cousin, my aunt, my uncle, and my husband. I've never been to Vegas and this is going to be so much fun and we'll see you next week. I'm excited to cover next week's topic. Stay tuned. As always, follow on Instagram for updates and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.